Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on season five, episode number 11. Tonight's the sports edition, Andy. Yes, yes it is. So I'm Dan, this is Andy. we got a special guest here, Matt, joining us from Beer Belly Sports. Welcome. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome Good. to the show. Uh, he's a great follow. Uh, his brand, actually, on Facebook and social yeah. media. But, uh, we'll talk more about it, but he's our special guest for sports. Our sports sports edition is tonight. It's January 15th, 2024. And once again, welcome. Uh, we've been wanting to chat for a while. Glad to have you on the show now. Hopefully we'll be in touch again for future shows. But you're based in Bemidji, right? That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me. Um, I, it's it's a great place in the summer, but in the winter it's cold and it it it, it sucks when it's cold. But it brings in the tourists, I guess. But yeah, it's it sucks when it's cold like this. Yeah, my daughter she went to college up there at BSU. Um, oh, nice. She graduated a couple years ago, and I got family up in that area, up over uh, over McIntosh. Oh, it's a little more west of here. Yeah, about a half hour hour down the road. Yep, so I'm familiar with the area up there. Nice. The cold and everything else. <laughs> and we cover a lot of Bemidji State sports here uh, on the show as well. So we, we, we represent. And so that's always a good a good thing up there. So uh, so what we've got is really a show tonight on, on Minnesota-based sports, really really Vikings, Twins, Timberwolves, Wild, uh, Gophers, the whole, the whole shebang. And uh, where do you want to start, Andy? Well, um, I guess we'll talk a little bit about the Vikes. Because the season's over, a lot of our teams are dropping, uh, especially after the Dallas loss yesterday. Hmm. A lot of scuttlebutt going around about, you know, the, there's always the coaching carousel in the NFL. Coaches all kind of rotate around. There's a little word there might be a quarterback carousel this year. Matt Stafford might go somewhere else. Dak Prescott going somewhere else. Do you think they'll let Cousins go somewhere else, or do they re-sign him? I yeah, I would say you have to sign them, and I've said this on our show on Beer Belly Sports that you got to keep them at least two years. He's a good mentorship. Whoever you bring in, now it all depends who falls down to that draft position that you're going to get. Now we've also discussed that maybe it's not a quarterback, maybe it's defense you need help with, and you just kind of just roll with it. I mean, if if whoever say like Penix falls or if uh, uh, JJ McCarron falls, if one of those two falls down to the eleventh position, take them. But if that doesn't if that doesn't happen, you go with a guy by uh, Dallas Turner from Alabama. I like him a lot. He's a good, great edge rusher. He's a three four type of guy. The defense that the Vikings do run is a three four. Makes sense to have an edge rusher because more likely you're going to probably lose uh, Daniel Hunter. Yep, and also I've heard KJ Osborne might be going too. Yeah, he I've could heard be that a trade too, date. Is... So you know, now you're going to be able to move up a lot for him if you get other picks. So, you know, second, third round, you get good defensive players too. Yeah, that's right. There is some good. I mean, this whole draft is filled with good defensive players. I mean, you already touched on with uh, where we were touched with uh, Turner, but there's so many good linebackers, and the Vikings need help in the linebacking core, uh, not just middle linebacker. Hicks is a good player, but I don't know how long he's going to last. He got, obviously got hurt this whole year, or most of this year, he was hurt. Um, you brought Barr back for a little bit, but you saw a very, very little of Barr. But then you look at who else could be uh, someone out there. I mean, could you go through the free agency? Who's going to be out there? I don't. I don't know exactly who's going to be out there for the free agency market for linebackers. But there has to be somebody for that that can that they can push for. Even though the cap is very very thin, 
And in the words of uh, uh, Reisner, what he said the other day to Paul Allen, there's bigger fish to fry, meaning there's Kirk and there's um, uh, JJ to look after. And I believe that those two are more higher in the priorities than like some of the other players. And Harrison Smith might be hanging out up too. And that's, you know, I think a lot of us saw that come in the past couple of years. He doesn't look active like he used to be. I think he got, what the kids call this, nerfed. Uh, he got nerfed in a way where he can't do the same things that he used to. He can't make the hard hits anymore. He can't do the same tackles anymore. His style has changed completely. And I think he's, you know, I think he's just done. I don't know if he's just ready for like um, a new team or just be done in general. Now, hot take, not really hot take, but um, humble brag. My sister's actually really good close with Harrison Smith because they used to work with each other at a, at a, um, a charity. I mean, okay. he used to do Big Brother's Big Sister. She actually uh, developed his um, uh, logo that he has for his charity. So that's pretty cool, oh, okay. too. Nice. But, um, yeah, he Harrison hates the media. He hates being around media. He absolutely hates it. And he does like, he does like doing interviews. He doesn't like doing anything, you know, that, that the media would love. He doesn't do anything. But he does like doing fundraising and uh, community stuff, obviously, like most – uh, NFL athletes. But yeah, I believe Harrison probably will be done at the end of this year, which is going to clear a lot of cap room for the Vikings. Right. And, you know, I think we're okay on the offensive line. As much as everybody says we need help there, I think that's good. We've got to worry about the defensive side of the ball, trades, drafts, free agency. Yep. Stuff like that from there. Coaching-wise, um, until the last couple of games of the year, I really thought our defensive coordinator was going to be gone as a head coach somewhere. But I think the way they played the last two games, kind of like Dallas last night, he's yep. staying put. He ain't going anywhere. I agree. I don't think Flores or B-Flow, they call him. B-Flow is probably not going to go anywhere. Uh, Bruce and I actually have a bet going on. Um, I'm saying that he's going to stay as the Vikings defense coordinator. Bruce has a field on where he's going to go to become the next uh, head coach. So that has to happen sometime this upcoming year. But that's kind of a friendly bet. We do a lot of bets on the show, too. A lot of it's the shots that we have over here that we yeah. do and let him pick his own poison and what he wants. And usually it's Jack or or um, we have apple pie moonshine. That actually works pretty good. Actually, uh, since we're talking about it, I'll just go well, get it. Well, since you brought it up. <laughs> I'll go get it for you. All right. Be smart than sure. I almost fell. I stepped on an old can that was underneath me. All right. So we have All this right. apple Apple pie moonshine, which is Ooh. really good. I mean, I'll only take a shot now with it because that's how good it is. Now, where's that made? Is that local here? No, that's in Chippewa, Wisconsin. Okay. One of my best friends lives over there, so might as well pick some up. So, yeah, free ad, by the way. Yeah. Well, we uh, we had a bet between Dan and I for the baseball season. Okay. About the, the twins, how many wins they'd have. And I got a case of hams out of the deal. Hell yeah. Yeah. 30, it had to be a 30 back. pack, not a normal case, but uh, that was it. I bet the twins would get 92 wins on the season, and that didn't happen. So, hey, the 30 rack is way to go for hams. We, we, exactly. used, to do the same, we used to do the same thing for baseball and softball. We get a 30 rack if someone messes up, and, you know, softball, it's generally more for softball beer. And, yeah, man, there was. Good times. I mean, we had we done Schmitz, we done um, High Life. Well, High Life is okay, but it's one of those like High Life is more like you got to kind of like hams. You got to drink it quick, otherwise it gets skunky pretty quick. Yeah. So 
so there's that. But yeah, I've, I totally understand I'm getting hams because hams is pretty good. I mean, it's it's our working class beer. It's what we have here. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of baseball, now we're, we're town ball is kind of a big thing for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the DRS and the Crow River League down here in the metro area. We follow pretty tight. Uh, we've had some guys from those teams on in the past. But when they have the state tournament, I noticed Bemidji has made the tournament a couple times. Yes. Um, that's uh, Yeah. The, the Bemidji Blue Ox has been one of the best. They lo- usually just pluck guys from Bemidji State here. They play at the same place. Okay. So you see a lot of the similar guys who played at Bemidji State playing on the Blue Ox. And usually, like you said, they go to state almost almost every year. Yep. If not, they just miss it. But, yeah, that's how some of the games teams are down here. They kind of go under the radar. Then college mm-hmm. is over, then they got to whoop, they get those college players back. And yep. Just in time. Just, just in, time. in time. Now I love it. Is there is Tom Ball pretty big up there, or is it just because Bemidji's does well? It's popular mm-hmm. in that area? Not really. I mean, I, I grew up playing Tom, not as I grew up, but I played Tom Ball for a long time. And I up here up north, not as much. I played I had a cup of coffee with the Blue Ox. But then I had kids, and I worked a lot on the weekends, so it was really tough to play on the weekends for uh, uh, for the Blue Ox. But and I'm saying I was I wasn't any I wasn't really good. I was okay. I could hold my own. But uh, no, it's it's to answer your question. There wasn't really a, a there's not really a lot of you know people who like town ball. I mean, people like it, but it's not like a thing they want to go see. Up north, it's more of hockey. I mean, this is a obviously the state of hockey. Yep. You see a lot more hockey players up here than anything else. Yeah, because I know when uh, – yeah, well, you guys had Hockey Day in Minnesota up there a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Was it three years ago already? Uh, four, maybe four or five. Yeah. I think Abby was still in college, so, yeah, that's that not about right. Yeah, so hockey's been up there. College team, they, they, they're they fun to watch. Yeah. How's that? Is that fair enough to say about they, the neighbors? They, yeah, they're fun to watch. They're very streaky. Now um, – as I want to be really critical with the Beavers because as of late, they kind of been in a way ugly in some ways because they, they do the normal dump and run type stuff with hockey, yeah. uh, with hockey. And it gets really annoying, like very annoying that we can't just go to the net and just start sticking it to them. Now, the other night, uh, last week, I think they played Ferris. They put it to Ferris. I think it was like four to nothing. Then the next, it was flipped. I think it was like five like five to two or something it was like yeah. what like what the hell is happening here so uh it's it's a very streaky team some days some weeks you'll see really good beavers team the other week you're like what the hell is happening to this team yeah and uh beaver football is pretty exciting up there at the chat beaver football is probably one of the best uh things you'll see for football up here in the north or they're rated i'm not rated they're ranked usually i think the past five years they've been in the top 25 the past five years in d3 so they are a pretty good t- not d is it d3 or d2 i think d2 yeah, uh, d2, d2. uh they're they're pretty damn good and i'm excited we're actually going to have uh brett bolte on the show in the next couple of weeks too we're going to talk about his recruiting class the recruiting like just I want to get in the mind of the other recruiter and the coach. Like, what does it take? Obviously, you got a coach, but I want to go past that. I want to know what it, what does it take to become a recruiter? What what's all the steps you got to do into recruiting, and and what's some of the pitches that he does as as a recruiter? So that's some of the things I want to talk with him when he comes on the show in the next few weeks. I think the funniest thing when watching Beaver football 
is the homecoming game. Oh, love when it. They all go in the lake if they want. You could tell yeah. what kids aren't from Minnesota. They're like ankle deep in the water. Everybody yeah. else is diving yeah, head first in the shoulder pads. The others are the ankle deep going, you guys are all a bunch of crazy son of bitches. You know? Just... Yeah. Yeah. They, it, it's a tradition like no other. And I think it's one of the greatest traditions in college football. It doesn't get a lot of recognition like like they should. But it's if they if the Beavers win, they go jump into the lake, which is the lake. Of, lake Bemidji is literally right beside the campus. So a lot of people literally go jump into the lake. And they have a good time with it. And we have a good time throughout town because homecoming is a blast here in Bemidji. Yeah, we were there one year for homecoming when Abby was there as a student. And um, she was in a, the sorority up there on campus. So oh. she found out the week cool there people. that homecoming was fun. So Yeah, the cool people, the sorority people, the cool people. Yes, the classy, civilized one. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So they told themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and again, now, hockey, the basketball up there is – Fun to watch. Yep. And there's, uh, go ahead. I say about the football team, it's kind of like I used to student coach at NDSU back Mm -hmm. in the day, basketball there. And I asked one of the other guys there, I said, why would someone play at NDSU compared Mm -hmm. to the U of M or something like that? And he goes, our starters are their seventh man on the bench. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the pitch they could use for football at BSU also. You can start here and get your good education, or you can ride the pine over at NDSU. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're not going pro, so do you want to play ball or not? Yeah. I, um, what year were you at NDSU? 91, 92. Okay. John Billiter's okay. first year there. Okay. Because uh, one of my friends in high school graduated, because uh, I'm originally from Pierre in South Dakota, and uh, one of my friends graduated, uh, went to NDSU as a basketball player, uh, Michael Tweet. And he was a phenomenal basketball player. Like, I was I was his second fiddle behind him in every fucking sport, and it sucked. <laughs> yeah, when I was there, it was Tom Billiter's first year coaching, and the men were going through a, a total rebuilding year, and mm-hmm. the girls were in the middle of winning five national championships in a row. So practice well, was night that. and day. <laughs> night and day um, practices. Another thing about NDSU, and I blame this. Okay, so my first year, or not first year, but but my semester at uh, at at the University of Minnesota uh, was Tim Brewster's first year. Okay, so much hype. He did not recruit anybody in state, so I believe that NDSU got all the Minnesota great players, and that's how NDSU got all their uh, national championships because of Tim Brewster. I believe Brewster's Tim. credit for winning national championships just for another team. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I the, I hate Tim Brewster with a huge passion. Yeah, there's not many people on the Tim Brewster fan club, I don't think. No, he he likes to delete a lot of people on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. But, but yeah, it's <laughs> I'm not a fan of him. Just all oh, just talk. I mean, some people say when PJ Fleck came to town, like, oh, just another Tim Brewster. In a way, I believe that, but at the same time, I mean, PJ Fleck's another story we could talk about another time. Don't get me wrong, I like PJ. I believe in him. He just needs to not be a coach. <laughs> Recruiting, right. great. Be be recruiter, but not coach. You can't coach with shit. Yeah, just, he he's missing that. It's kind of the guy who's the good salesman but can't run a company. You yeah. know, he'd be a great coordinator, maybe or recruiter, or mm-hmm. run practice but get off the game field. Hey, yeah, what's your guys' thoughts on Jerry Kill? He just got hired again now, right? Yes. This is- this is the seventh team he's been with since he's been with the Gophers. Um, that's a red flag to me. 
If he's been right. bouncing around, oh, what the hell is he trying to do? What is he trying to prove? He's, I mean, you don't want to be a dick, but is he trying to have another episode on the field again? Uh, yeah, is it is there a record for most teams coached by one guy or something? I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's just a red flag to me when I see a guy who bounced around a lot in the past with so seven teams since he's been here. God, how long ago was that? Well, it's like an employee uh, when you hire six. him. Yeah, this, yeah, which is bad. You don't want an employee who's bounced around from job to job. It doesn't look good. Right. I mean, he's done well in his jobs. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. he still don't want a guy like that. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. No, no. Um, we got the the wild or the wild or the wild right now. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say there. They're I'm calling it. The, I'm calling it the Minnesota pile. Even though they won tonight against the Islanders five to nothing, but when is that the foot going to fall? You still don't. You're still pretty far out on actually like being in the playoffs. And I think just coast. Screw it. Let's not bring anybody like because there's a lot of money sitting on the IR right now. A yeah. lot of money. So let's just coast. Let's just worry about next year right now. You got your coach. Uh, even Billy G will say that. He didn't have. He, he's not having a good year. Obviously, I mean, it's not. It's not hard to find out. But it's. I don't know. It's just kind of. It's kind of meh. It it could be way better, obviously. But yeah, you have a lot of the guys who sit on the IR right now that probably could be better. Yeah, just play, stay healthy, don't get hurt. Work on some stuff and get ready for next year. Just that's all I'm waiting yeah. for. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. Don't get me wrong. Fun to watch. Well, Go for and, hockey, men's and women's and women's we should get we should get Matt's thoughts on the wild jerseys that look like the North Stars. Oh yes, any okay, opinion on that? Jerseys, and they use yeah. the North Star colors. I I like the idea of it, the concept. Even though unfortunately the Texans, not Texans, but the Dallas Stars has has the original stuff, and I hate when I see the the Stars wear it or have the have the North Stars logo. It pisses me off because I don't like Dallas. I mean, if you're a Minnesota fan. You don't like Dallas Stars at all for obvious reasons. But, I mean, you can go, you can see Suter if you want to throw him in the mix. But lo- losing the uh, losing the Wild War, God, how was it 93? When the hell was that? When did the Wild lose? Or, when, oh, when the Wild lose? Yeah, um, I mean, they, they they were the finals for, what, was it 94, 95, was it or something like that? Oh, wow, Nin- way off. 91, I think. Nin- okay, and then... It, and they had moved, I think, in '93. So I know, I know, it wasn't very far off when they actually moved. But yeah, that such disappointing. And now we have a team who kind of went, eh. And we're not going. We're not doing very good. I mean, we're okay. We usually get just like any other Minnesota team. We get gets bounced in the first round. I mean, you could insert insert your team here on what team yeah. that is. Um, but yeah, it's I'll go back to the original question about the North Stars like uniforms. I mean, I like the color scheme. I get it. It's it's kind of it's brings back the old stuff, but it's still not the North Stars. And don't get me wrong, when I play NHL uh, twenty four, I rock those those um, uh, North Stars uh, sweaters all the time. That's that's oh, a team that I that I rock with. Oh yeah, the North Stars. I remember as a kid watching the old North Stars Bruins fights all the time. Or hell yeah, and, and uh, Blackhawks. Seacourt still sucks, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of the of that shit either. But hey, it is what it is, though. It, you know, just those rivalries back then, the old Norris division when hockey had the Norris division, the Campbell Conference, and mm-hmm. Adams. That's what I liked it. It didn't become corporate. Hockey was yeah. still its own its own thing. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, Timberwolves are quietly doing well. Timberwolves, I believe they are leading the um, are leading the league in in point not points, but uh, in the conference not conference. What the hell am I gonna say? Division, division, and everything else. They're they're number one and good. They should be now. Again, here it comes back to the old stuff of when is another foot gonna fall? Are we gonna be down bouncing the first round like any other Minnesota team? That's why it's hard to get excited for because it's like it's gonna happen pretty soon. Something's gonna happen. Yeah, we just someone's gonna get hurt and they'll fall off the face of the earth. Something. Yep. Yep. And it will because that's the Minnesota way. Yeah, it's um way it's done. <laughs> the way it's done. I mean, and I I look at it this way too with them is uh but the Timberwolves, I like watching the team. They're mm-hmm. fun to watch. But we have no bench. Anthony right. or Carl Towns goes down. We're 500 again. You know? Yes, you are. You're back to 500. You have Nas Reese who comes off the bench. But Nas can't do anything himself. He, you need more players. Now, hopefully when the trend deadline comes up, you get bench players. You need bench players. Just how can just. Just find some bench players who actually can perform and play to the level that, that you've been playing. Defense has been pretty good. I mean, they, they I don't know what it is. They struggle. Either they struggle out of the gates and they dominate at the end, or they did what they did was it last Tuesday or Wednesday where they came out firing and then just coasted and almost lost the game because they just said, eh, we'll just slow up. Yeah. I mean, you put your, you put your foot on their throat and you just keep going. You don't. Yeah. Lay off. Mm, I agree. Now, let's get to the important stuff here. Hell yeah. Yeah, the good stuff. The beers. You I got the past Blue Ribbon stuff on. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm literally wearing I thought that'd be like Bush Light or you know, Natty Ice I or do. something. Okay. Okay. Hold on. So if you want to go that route, hold up. Let me go Take to the, the thing. It's a pretty good logo, by the way. I do like it. I do. I'm actually waiting for uh, PBR actually to come come down on me on it. Be like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> but we'll cross that bridge when it gets there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I got the bush. I got the PBR, which is actually um, Bruce's favorite PBR. Oh, okay. I signed it on camera. So, there we go. There's that okay. one. There is some Monogoli. There may or may be some white claws in here, but they're not mine. There's the white. Nice, of course. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. KCF company. But, um, yeah, 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 and tons of whiskey and other stuff. And so, a quick shout out because I'm a huge whiskey guy, and I'm become more and more of a Jack fan. But this is, it's called um, oh, shit, the light's kind of bright, but it's uh Jack Daniel's uh, cider. It's actually pretty damn good, and a lot of places only got. Uh, like a case of it, like most liquor stores get about a case okay. of it. Uh, this is called the uh, uh, the Winter Jack Tennessee Spice Apple Punch. Uh, to be honest, I haven't opened it yet, but this would probably be good with a uh, with a Sprite or a Seven Up, whatever you want to do. But um, yeah, I've I'm more of a beer guy. I like Bush. I like Coors. I like Miller Lite. I don't care. I'm more. I like just like beer. Now I can't do Bud Light because the hops <laughs> in it. The the uh, the rice and the hops get me, get my acid reflex, and it says, "Fuck you, you ain't doing that." So that's why I had to stick with like uh, later pussy beer, like like yeah. Bush Light and Miller Light. But I like Miller Light because of the taste. Coors Light goes down pretty good for me. Bush does okay for me too. When I'm when it's summer out, we get the natties. 
Koa. Fuck, they're good. Natty Ice. Now, we got one mm-hmm. thing coming up here. We've gone to a couple times every year down at Medina Entertainment Center down here. February eighteenth is the Hams Beer Festival. Ooh, it's all old school beer supplies, signs, ashtrays, okay. um, hams, Olympia, Schmidt, the old glass ashtrays. Blatz, Schlitz. Blatz, Schlitz. It's just a blast. Yeah. The hams bear is there. I mean, what Christmas card picture opportunity right there. Perfect. We need to get into that. We, I think Beaverly Sports should go down there and just and February wrap it up 18th. with the uh, – February 18th, 10. Here it is. It's February at the Dining Entertainment Center. Yeah, every year they do it, and it's all sorts of the vendors from old school stuff, but it's put on by hams. It just it's phenomenal. Yeah, from nine to three that day. Um we got hams up for sale. You can walk on drinking your beers, looking at old school stuff. If if you got the collectors, you got the signs there. Um clean out the truck. Clean out the bank card and come on down. And <laughs> sorry, babe, no mortgage you get paid this week. Fuck it. <laughs> Just tell the bank I'm sorry, but look yeah, at this cool sign. Sorry. Yeah, but but look at this cool sign we got. That's right. A lot of a lot of man cave stuff there for sale. A lot of man cave stuff. Yes. Hell yeah. Well, both. Well, so this bar that I have, um, this whole thing is a man cave slash game room slash studio. Slash, uh, get the hell away from everybody else. Place, yep. And I absolutely love it. So I generally do it when I come home. I let dogs out, feed them, and then I just go to the man cave. Say, "Well, see you later," because she likes to have her own her own space too. And she's like, "All right, you go to play with the boys." Yep. Okay. So it's just you and your lady partner there. The kids are all gone. Yep. Uh, well, uh, my oldest lives in New York and my, uh, my daughter lives in, uh, well, she lives here, but she's like 10 minutes away from me. We, I, I have her over the weekend. So it's basically just her and I and the dogs. So okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You just got to go upstairs every now and then make sure she's still home. Like you're still here. Right. Okay. Yeah. But she'll text me or snap me and be like, Hey, I'm leaving. All right. Do you need anything? <laughs> nope. Or, she, or she'll ask me, Hey, can we get the heating pad? Like fuck, so I gotta get up and go do that. You know, she hasn't mailed her for a few days. You get a little suspicious, you know. Yeah, which she doesn't come in for a while, and I'm like, either she's dead, she found somebody else, which I don't blame her. She's a huge Steelers fan, so she loves T.J. Watt. And I say, like, you know, if you see T.J., she said, if I see T.J. Watt, I'll probably end up leaving. I'd be like, fuck, I don't blame you. Yeah, I would. I would leave you for T.J. Watt. Yeah, I would too. Not gay, but I would probably leave you for T.J. Watt too. Yeah. There's a few of those. And we we each have our laminated five with the wife. You know, if the celebrity came by. Oh, hell yeah. See ya. Yep. That's ours too. So mine is uh from one uh I have I have three. Mine is um oh shit, I can't remember her name. Uh from uh Jennifer Anderson. Number one. I don't yeah. care how old she is. That's number one. Number two is Miranda Lambert. I don't care, still would. And uh, number number three is uh, uh, Kelly Kapowski. Yes, from Saving Hundred percent. Yes, I, I knew it was Tiffany. Thank you for knowing her name. Nice. Yes. Yes. We're here to educate. We we uh, her and I are typing on Instagram people. back and forth. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet you guys you guys talk all the time. Yes, long, we, long time friends. We like each other's stuff all the time. 
All the time, yeah. Just like Lita, just like Lita, Lita Ford. Yeah, well, Lita Ford. Yeah, we had that oh, restraining order her. going on, and we had to, yeah. <laughs> you did. Eddie, I met, you met her, her a few. I, I met her a few years ago when I was actually in radio and did. Um Super nice. She yeah, is I've heard some interviews nice. with her. She is just really just loves the sound of her own voice too, when you do an interview. She's great. <laughs> yeah, this is that too. I mean, that's kind of me too. I like those. Sound. I mean, when you're in radio, you kind of like your own sound of your voice. You just get used to hearing yourself constantly. Yo, to tell you the truth, though, I don't think I've heard a full episode of ours yet in four years. Really? I'll listen to the first beginning to make uh, sure the sound went over, and I'm done. <laughs> you know what? To be honest, I usually do that, too. I mean, I did that for so many years you know, working in radio. I heard my own self. I mean, I'll, I'll go back through my promos. I'll go back through my old liners and stuff that I used to make. But, man, I'll, I have to go back because i got to edit. And if I don't have to edit, I just go, done, done, done. Well, see you later. Send her out. That's what we don't edit. This is what we record. We push out. We're done. I Very love cheating. it. Well, when there's been a few other drinks, and let's say Bruce was drinking at 1 a.m. for a Christmas show, and I didn't get done until 6, and he was drinking the entire time, he oh, came wow. here hammered. And I was like, well, shit, this is going to be fun. And we had a we had a display, go, not really display, but a game that we're going on to my uh, back over here. And it was kind of, it got interesting. It was fun. And it's really hard to tell you like what actually happened, but it was a game that it was put together. Like his daughter and his wife put the game together, draw really beautifully, but the execution of the game, I don't think was all there. I love Bruce. Bruce is the man. He is obviously he's a freight. He's the face of the franchise. He's, he's the, um, he, he's my, one of my favorite people to be around, but Oh, that kid some days when he drinks too much, it's, it's fun. He gets a little out of hand, but it's well, good. There's, there's it's one in every definitely not a bad fun. There's always one. And there's it's one not group. bad. It's it's just fun. Right. He, he's awesome. Right. No, no, Matt. Who else is uh Who else is in your group there? Beer Belly Sports. Uh, list off the uh, rosters. There three of you guys. <laughs> there is three of us. We're adding a fourth one because uh, Dustin is. I want to say. I would put him on IR. No, not really IR, but he's more of a, a week to week because his work schedule and his daughter's uh, volleyball schedule is getting uh, kind of crazy. So he's more of a week to week type thing. But it's uh, Dustin Patton is the other guy. I actually work with Dustin. So I see him all the time. Otherwise, Bruce Legg is the other guy. And then, of course, me and Matt Jeffrey. But we're going to add another guy, um, uh, uh, Scott Wilson. He's going to be the fourth guy because I'm not, I, yeah, I like talking a lot, but. I like working behind the scenes, work of my button bar, working. I, I'm more of a producer by heart, and that's where I want to stay and let those three guys talk. But, but yeah, that's that's kind of like that's kind of the roster for now. I don't want to, I don't want to make any big serious changes because I mean there is some changes that are coming up down the road. I mean, hopefully yeah. some good changes. Wink, wink, wink. Um, yeah. When that when that cat's when that cat's out of the bag, I'll let that one out. But I'll say it's it's a good change and it's hopefully be fun and profitable for some people. But nonetheless, are all four of you from the Bemidji? Are the other three guys all from the Bemidji area? Yeah, uh, Dustin lives here in town. He's from Black Duck, which is a little bit north of Bemidji, and then Bruce is yeah, he is from he is from here, and uh, Scott's from Grand Forks. Oh, okay, not Grand Forks. Sorry, uh, Grand uh, sorry Grand Rapids, not Grand okay. Forks. Okay. Okay. Um, and how long and how long have you guys been around uh, as a group, as a company? As well, Beer Belly Sports started. God, how long have we started? Five, six. How long have I been up here? Now nine years up here, probably okay. Okay. 
seven years itself on and off. Um, we started off as Beer Belly Sports. Uh, I started with a guy here at RP Broadcasting. His name is Steve-O. And him and I had sat down one day and said, hey, we should do a podcast together. Let's talk about sports and music and other stuff. And he's a hard rocker guy. And I grew up country and he absolutely hates country and he works on a country radio station. And I, and I drove, it drove him nuts and I made fun of him for it. Um, yeah, it just, he's just one of those guys that he has that deep voice and he can anchor the show. And that's what I was looking for. I need someone who can anchor the show and me just work behind the scenes. We eventually brought over a guy, uh, next guy was Mitch Kane, who was, uh, <laughs> we call him the fourth liner from uh, BSU. He was a hockey player for BSU. And he was a fourth liner. And he's actually pretty, pretty good. Oops, caught the beer. The old first baseman trick. Oh, no, lost half of it. Whoops. Oh, no. Man down. Hold, please. Man down. Oh, Moment no. of silence. Moment of silence for that beer. So he was that the, uh, he's the, the, fourth, the fourth line. The fourth nice. liner, deep, defensive, uh, defensive player, fourth liner. So... <laughs> So there's that. Not saying it was great, but he was he was good. He talked a lot of shit and he knew a lot about hockey. He's actually from Fort Francis in uh in Canada. I don't know what Providence that is, but it's up by up by Michigan, up that way. But uh yeah, he's he's a good guy. He actually went to school to become a doctor in Miami, of all places. And I said, Would you ever go back home to Canada? He said, Hell no, I love it here in Florida. I said, Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, once you go to Florida, you don't yeah. go back. Yeah. Then after that, um, after Steve-O left, he would move back home to Wisconsin. Um, I decided to uh, move back, moved out of the cities for a little bit. And I started North Star Sport, North Star Sports Podcast with uh, Vince Wright and uh, Justin Ekstrom. Vince Wright uh, does a lot of stuff right now. He has a show called uh, Sports Done Right. Uh, he calls himself the sports, the Minnesota Sports Governor of Minnesota. Uh, and then Justin Ekstrom works for uh, KNSI and St. Cloud, he does, and he also does my Viking stuff as well, too. So there's a lot of guys hit and miss, and they come and go, and I like giving people the chance to uh, be heard and give them the, the opportunity to uh, do new things and pursue the avenues that, that they want to pursue. Yeah, that's kind of we got started. It was just him and I, we'd sit around just family gatherings, um, get together, mm -hmm. and we just blah, blah, blah about uh, music and sports. It's like, why don't we record this? And that's kind of how it all started, you know. So since yeah. we're babbling each other, telling each other how great and smart we are, let's share our knowledge with everybody else. Yes, of course. That's kind of how it started. And do the ladies like it? Um, our ladies, ladies no. no. Other ladies, no. maybe. <laughs> well, I have um, my surprisingly, she she supports ours, but she's like, "All right, you do your show today." I'm like, "Yep." All right, we can do other things. Well, see you later. And I mean, I have girls in the past who were just kind of wasn't a big fan of the show, but actually, I'm surprised they let me do it. But yeah, it's when you have when you have your girl who actually lets you do your shit. It's it's amazing having a good person who supports you and wants you to do better and wants to keep you wants to keep pushing you to do better. Oh yeah, well the it's, two next awesome. week we do this. She's got her other things she does, so we've kind of like mm -hmm. Mondays and Thursdays we do it, so she kind of lines up. Like she's out there binge watching her programs right now, so I'm in here doing this. Yep. Yeah, so that's like her time and my time. We Mondays and Thursdays are not date night, you know. Yep. I so totally understand. 
each got our own thing. Um, we also do the other part of the show we do is our songs part. 80s music, mostly mm-hmm. 80s rock stuff. Um, okay. We've touched on a few country bands from the 80s. I see a lot of scuttlebutt about Mr. Garth Brooks lately. I know this is supposed to be a sports <laughs> show, but you're the country guy. So is this yep. just something blown up? Is he really? Does he really put his foot in his mouth, or what's the deal? Um, which part? Because I'm actually a huge Garth Brooks fan. And, oh, musically, um, I love him. I think he's got a ton of talent in the world. I think he's an idiot for yeah. leaving Sandy and going out with Trisha Yearwood, though. Um, no, nah, we. I think. I think that it was going to happen in time. Uh, they both knew. I mean, it was going to work out. Yeah, does it suck for the kids? But yeah. I mean, I mean, I got separate families too, but but still, it's. What do I? Yeah, I think he knew that Trisha was gonna be the right person, and it has been, and and his kids love her, and so that's kind of that's obviously the main thing. But yeah, uh, has gotten too political though? Is that his issue? Um, yes and no, but he's always had political songs. Uh, if you look at uh, "We Shall Be Free," that was yeah. a political song. He was actually supposed to be on. Uh, singing the national anthem, God, what year was that? It was early '90s for a Super Bowl, and he's and there was he was supposed to. We shall we shall be free. Music video was supposed to play on a, a Super Bowl ad, and they were going to pull it, but they said if you pull that song, I'm not going to do the national anthem because a lot of people felt it was too liberalish, and they were not. And a lot of people were not a fan of it because it kind of is not the country music scene. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was pretty damn close to getting pulled and he was not going to do the national anthem if it got pulled. So, you know, the 11th hour finally said, all right, we'll keep it. If you do the national anthem, perfect. Did it. National anthem was great. We shall be free was great. It still is one of the best songs out there for him. But yeah, it's, oh, the other, what other, other storyline out there that's Garth. I mean, you can say about the whole, the bodies thing, that's bullshit stuff. That stuff got made up a long time ago. And there's oh, yeah. people that still out there still say it. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck does even mean. But then I dug in more into it and Tom Segura brought it up and all of a sudden everybody has a sign that says where the bodies Garth and all the good shit. But that's such a, a, a hot rumor that is not really, I guess not really hot. I call it the, the rummer. It's yeah. not really hot. It's just more of this like just stupid right there's no bodies there's just stupid because we actually did for our album review one time we did the chris gaines album oh yeah that one was it's not well that one was supposed to be there's supposed to be a movie i was supposed to follow it yeah and then supposed to be in, in the life of chris gaines and then the movie never came apart uh came about so then he has this album just sitting in just sitting out there just going nowhere and actually there's actually some decent songs on her too I liked it. Uh, but yeah, I liked it too. There's actually some good songs on there. Uh, just, I don't know. He just felt like just kind of got thrown out there and people just bashed the shit out of him for it. But I think overall for what he did and he actually took a stand and tried something new because he's gone, he's been to the top and hey, let's try Let's try a new avenue. And he did that. And I think he's done great with it. Because it was at the point where some people were kind of going, he could sing the phone book and it would be the number one album because just it was Garth Brooks' name. <laughs> And some people said yeah. when he did the Chris Gaines stuff, he was just being cocky, going, watch this, it'll sell, and it never did. Because mm-hmm. um, he redid, uh, um, well, he did Shameless by Billy Joel. Did a yep. good cover of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that Kiss song. Yep. Go play, I can't, play on uh, that Kiss. Fine, I can't Our luck woman. Now. 
Yes. Yep. Hard, Hard Luck, Luck Woman. Woman. That's yes. what I wanted. And that was a, he did pretty good on that cover. Hard Luck Woman, I thought too. Well, he actually he was on stage with Jay Little. Or is that it was a Jay Little that show one. that he did that on? With Paul and, and Gene. I think and the cover actually. Right? Yep. Yep. I think that was actually uh, what the song is actually ripped from that um uh from from that performance on Jay Little. Yep. Because uh, he said he grew up as a, a Kiss fan and a Billy Joel fan were big influences of his. I yep. had seen both of those bands in concert before I saw him. And he kind of mm-hmm. does kind of meld those two conf- con- concerts into one, you know. Yeah, and I love it. The pyrotechnics of Kiss, but the whole Billy Joel part <laughs> about being in every section of the stage for songs. That was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Well, we should ask uh, Matt about the Dolly Parton rock star. Now, yes. We've covered that album. Have you heard that one yet? I haven't. Last time I saw Dolly Parton was on Thanksgiving, and I think everybody was pretty pleased when they saw Dolly Parton yes. compared to like um, what they saw on the uh, the Lions uh, halftime. I don't know who the hell that guy even was, but from the Lions halftime was pretty pissed for. Oh, I'm gonna throw this out there. So the uh, Pop Tart uh, uh, Bowl uh, yes. bowl game. Yes. They had more. They had more shit in that one compared to the halftime, the halftime uh, performance in, from Thanksgiving in Detroit. That was it blew my mind because when you see photos and you see videos of from afar from the fans sitting, it's just like this little igloo thing, and that's all it was. There was no big pyro. There's no big stage. I was like, wow, Detroit put a lot of money into this one. Yep, yep. Now. Speaking of the pop tart, brought you brought that up. College bowl games. Is there too many of them? Mm-hmm. Yes. The Gophers have never been to the one that where they were, but money talks, and the Gophers need money because they want to get this NIL shit going. And I believe, uh, kind of come off of that, NIL is way. It's there needs to be a cap for each yep. conference. Each conference has a cap limit of how much they can spend per. Uh, Per team, not per player, but per team. Well, Reggie Bush came out saying that's basically why Nick Saban retired in Alabama because he just I couldn't see that. players. Oh, you can't. I mean, you can't. You If you don't have the NCAA not regulating the cap, you're going to have this wildfire of players going wherever the hell they want, like, just like the transfer portal, going wherever the hell they want with no really repercussions on anything. They can start the next year uh, if they really wanted to. It's 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 stupid. I hate the transfer portal. I get it. I don't like you if you. I mean, I don't like it when you leave that year. Say fuck it. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 like Calic Mattis. He left. He said, "Well, I don't want to be here." He's a he's a sophomore. I believe you should play two year. Actually, play yes. two years at a school. Just like just like how basketball is like uh, like college basketball. You got to play two years before you can go pro. Well, no, sorry, the um, uh, NFL. You got to play two years in the uh, college. For football, before you can go pro, uh, the NBA, I believe that's nothing. NBA should do that too. You got to play at least two years in the NBA. Get your education, get some type of education, because you're not going to be able to fall on sports for your whole entire life. That's why you see a lot of young players who just become bankrupt because they don't know how to manage their money. They don't have the right agents. They don't have the right accountants to do all this shit. They're just like, oh, it's what it's free money. Let's fucking spend it. Well, that's why a lot of guys. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. They say he's going to draft now, but. He could have made more in college on NIL than the rookie contract. It's also who you surround your people with, too. If you have a very tight group core, you'll be fine. Now, 
these kids nowadays, they will have all these people, all this social media. Don't get me wrong. I'm on every social media as well, too. But um, these kids nowadays, they, they, they don't understand. And yet, at my at that age, for me, I was the same way, too. I didn't understand. I was like, oh, it's money. Let's just blow stuff. Let's just do all this and this and this. So I totally understand what they're getting from. But so they need somebody in their corner where they can have uh, somebody who can just be there and tell me, hey, let's not spend money here. Let's look at this and this and this. Now, so, you yeah. look back at college basketball. Yeah, they just had a thing today about the, the Fab Five in Michigan. With the mm-hmm. NIL and the transfer portal and that, all these kids play these McDonald's All-Star games in high school and this and that. Is there going to be another group of five that could say, let's all go to this college, kind of like a dream team for the NBA? Go wherever as you go. As much as I it. want it to be. Let's transfer portal in a year somewhere and go undefeated as a team. Mm-hmm. As much as I want it to be uh, to be like that, it won't. Because money talks and money's going to sway you to go wherever you, you want to go. My big thing is for uh, – uh, for my oldest, he's 13 and plays very well in sports. I said, I don't care what school you go to. As long as you get a scholarship, I do not care. Go to that school that gives you the scholarship. Get that education because as any athlete will tell you, one yeah. shot to the knee, you're done. Yep. He, he also told me if he doesn't get a scholarship to go to the military, I said, hell yeah, whatever you want to do, I'm proud of you for whatever you want to do. Just long as you spend your money right, spend your time right, do the right thing, be a good person, be a part of society. Don't be an idiot who live off the government, but that's different story for a different day too. Now, hockey and baseball, you could still play minor leagues in college and still have your amateur status. I mean, hockey mm-hmm. guys are going all over like that. Yeah. Do you think basketball and football need something like that to maybe keep these kids in college longer but play a, a junior league I mean, stuff. I could see that, but a lot of these kids growing up will will probably playing like I don't know. I don't know. I I I do like the aspect of uh, what hockey does have, but also I like what baseball has too. Because baseball has tons of they have fall leagues, they have summer leagues, they have uh, winter leagues, they have all these other leagues that they can go to and still be still in peak performance and still keep themselves going. They, they just don't go home and just say, well, fuck it. I'm going to go to Cancun for the weekend or I'm going to go somewhere and just be done with my whole off season. A lot of these guys actually just go somewhere and just play ball and continue to play ball. I mean, there's a – God, there's a new league overseas somewhere. I want to say it was in India or something. They have these old people out there, like the guys who we used to watch in the – Early, early oh, yeah. to mid two thousands. Yep, yep. Out there just swinging the bat and throwing balls. I'm like, bring them back. Fuck it, they look good. It's like the senior league over there or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I love it to grow the game, which is kind of like okay. Talk about the the college football, like the Beavers or NDSU. I like watching that football compared to say the Big Ten or the SEC because. The guys at BSU, when you watch them play, they're playing to win, not playing to be on Sports Center. Yeah. And- Just like the other schools, which is kind of like why watching the women's sports because the WNBA are now this new professional women's hockey because mm-hmm. they're playing for love of the sport, not to be on Sports Center. Correct. And that's, I like the passion that they have. And I like the passion they have here at BSU, NDSU, SCSU. All the U's here, <laughs> the FCS level, where they know they're probably not going to go pro somewhere, but um, 
they're going to look at the, they're going to get a good education at whatever school they go to and they're going to thrive wherever they go. You know, if you look at NDSU pulled a lot of good players in the past few years of the draft, SCSU is now doing that. Um, Try to think about us nearby. That's FCS level. That's doing the same, I guess. Uh, USD and, and Vermillion is doing that. Grizz have a couple guys going on. There's one guy from uh, yeah, somewhere out. Uh, Holy Cross has a guy that's going to go. So each team has like their pro See, rep in a way, but yeah, yeah, and which is good. I mean, I'm not saying like not have players go pro because you know leave your dream, but you also got to have the the opportunity to you know get your education because obviously education is way more important than just you know sports because you got to have something to fall back on like, like i said earlier right um that's really all i got did you want to uh, plug your social media sites and your your show sure yeah sure if you can find beer belly sports we we record our shows every wednesday we then we do a live stream on the second half of the show where we play a lot of games Sports is kind of the beginning part. We play a lot of games in the second half. We just have fun, talk shit, and just drink and just have a good time. Uh, you can find Beer Belly Sports at um, Beer Belly Sports – or sorry, BB, uh, BB Sports MN on any social media. Of course, we have our stickers too. Um, Beer Belly Sports, you can find all of our merch. You go to Etsy.com. You can find uh, look up Beer Belly Sports. All of our merch is on there. I think there's over 136 items on there for on Etsy. For beer belly sports and then um yeah coming soon we'll have hopefully talk about blue ox baseball there's a good chance that we will be broadcasting blue box uh, blue ox baseball uh talking about my baseball career i'm a lefty pitcher i'm a p1 type of guy i i throw a, a two seam a four seam and a little bit of a slider i like throwing right at guys hands against righties because i'm a two seamer right away off 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 the gates off a of, uh oh pitch two seamer right in the hands i'll go away with the um uh four seamer either it's gonna be a slider to the uh, uh slider out or i'm gonna go back to the two seamer in the hands so that's usually the kind of pitches i throw i didn't throw hard i was more of a good setup guy for the guy who could throw a lot harder than me i was more of a i change the speed i change your eyesight and the next guy comes in throws heat and then we go home we go home <laughs> screw it good day now you okay were mark Guthrie back in the day <laughs> yeah, I just say, well, done, <laughs> out of here. You know, I don't have problems riding the pine for a few days on, on the bench, too, when we, uh, when we play tomball. Great. Yeah, we, we we cover a lot of over 35 senior men's league on the show as well, uh, federally nice. down, down in the Twin Cities. So we cover a lot of that. And um, a lot of baseball, a lot of tomball, a lot of uh, state tournament uh, preview shows and mm-hmm. things like that. So. We're hoping to do a couple shows ourselves, Andy, on site at some yes. of these locations. Nice. We had one guy this year for uh, the Watertown Red Devils, a super fan there. We sponsored him for the 999 Challenge. Nine beers, nine hot dogs, nine innings. Let's go. He was keeping up, and we picked a team that was not, this is going nine innings. We 10 run them after seven. <laughs> well. You better double up there, sir. So he took the next half hour, got two more hot dogs, two more beers. Donald called it good. Called it, yeah. Com- he completed yeah. the deal. I love it. What a guy. Fun stuff like that we do here. Yeah. He goes, stuff. What do you I, mean I by sponsor like before? He goes, What do you mean by sponsor before? And I said, We'll pick up your concession stand tab, but if you get sick, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Little clauses in there. He goes, All right, deal. 
He goes, I get to eat and drink for free one night. Where do I sign? You know. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're, looking to, going we're back, looking to do some more of those. That's awesome. For um, um, down, down in um, Cannon Falls with the Bears, uh, every after every game, we sit up by the concession stands and we drink tons of Bush Light. So that's where I kind of like – <laughs> I check out my bush light like fixes from playing with the Bears in Cannon Falls, and not saying I was great, but my my last season is for a reason. My I pitched good for like in the bullpen, I was pitching okay, and then I went out and I threw a couple. I threw probably like four, three or four balls actually in the in the inning, and my elbow went, Puh! and I was like, oh shit, and I just kept pitching. Now I have guys on base. I have guys that are on. Um, I guys are first and second. I'm not even looking at my players anymore. I'm just throwing the ball. I'm not checking anybody. I'm just throwing. I'm missing spots left and right. Because <laughs> uh, okay, the, the Pollock in me is going, we're fine. Let's keep going. It's only a flush wound. The skipper comes out. Yeah, it's only a flush wound. It's fine. The skipper comes out and said, are you all right? I'm like, no, I'm in a lot of pain. Okay, you're done. Okay. And I went back and it's like, fuck. That was a bad idea. And then the next few days kind of hurt. And I put some uh, uh, Tiger Balm on it for a while, did stretches, did, you know, just nice, easy things. And I knew right then my pitching days are done. And I moved to first base, even though we have like, three other first basemen. And I'm like, well, my season's basically over. So I've become more of their BP arm, which yeah. is okay. Kind of still kept my arm in shape. And I don't know why. I can throw BP all day, but I can't fucking throw. I can't throw hard anymore. It's not there. Oh, it was fun while it lasted. But the, but, you had the lasted. but you're able to have the bush lattes on the hill after the, after the game. Mm-hmm. The bush lattes on the hill was amazing. Good memories. Good memories. <laughs> good memories to have. Anything? Uh, anything else, Andy? No. Just hopefully, if you can make it down the 18th of February, keep us posted. I have it written down. I'm it's a Sunday, to the guys so on Wednesday. You might have to miss church that morning, but come on down. Oh no! It's a, it's a okay. good time. <laughs> It's a good time. I love it. It's a good time. Well, well, Matt, thanks, uh, Matt from Beer Belly Sports, joining us here tonight. Thanks for your time. Um, good luck with everything. We'll we'll hopefully be in touch here for future future shows. Yeah, awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. We'll have you guys on the show too. We'll bring you on. Um, right. If you're up, if you're ever up in Bemidji, come up, hang out, have a beer with us, have a beer at the bar. We'll have a good time. We'll we have to do that. do that. That's awesome. All right. Thanks awesome. again. Yep, thanks. Thanks for your time. Yep, thanks, guys.